video or seatbelt chronicles so i just wanted to chime in this is your girl lucinda cross reporting from the activate mobile um and just wanted to share a message about um understanding your position and i had to learn this the hard way you are not for everyone everyone is not going to get you everyone is not going to understand you you are not for everyone. And when I discovered that it was early on in my entrepreneurial journey that I wasn't created for every, I wasn't for everyone. Like everyone is not going to get me. Everyone is not going to like me. Everyone is not going to understand me. And so when I, when I got that message, it came as a hard, hard lesson, right? Um, I was uh, invited to speak in an event. This is early on in my speaking career. It was about 2010 and 2009, 2010. And I was invited to speak at this event. And um, I went there. The lady told me exactly what she wanted me to do. Um, another woman was going to be honored that day. There were several um, other, uh, several speakers as well, but she, you know, me and the organizer talked about exactly what she wanted me to deliver. So I showed up there. I mean, I am fresh to death. I am, you know, it was like um, a brunch. It was just a great, great event. And this was probably like the second time that I spoke for this particular organizer. So we had a great relationship. When I seen who was being honored, I said, oh my gosh, I always wanted to meet this woman. Um, the person who was being honored was someone who I looked up to, I respected, and I always wanted to kind of connect with them. Um, she, at this time, she was the president of a college and just very well respected or just from my point of view, somebody that I looked up to. Well, I did my presentation and now I'm re I, not only was I nervous because she was there in the audience, but I was like, I really have to bring it. I really, really, really have to bring it because somebody that I admire is in the room, number one. Two, I highly respect her. Three, you know, I'm here to deliver and she's sitting right there. And so I'm like, okay, this is an elder, someone that I look up to, someone who has amazing accolades. So here I am delivering my presentation and I mean, I am kicking butt and taking names. So I thought, right, I was confident in my presentation. I wrote my notes. I had my bullet points. The women in the room were, some were crying, some were laughing, some were uh-huh and amen. And so it was really good. People were writing notes. So it was really, really, really good. Um, from my point of view, because I look at the reaction and then when people come up to me after uh, the presentation to tell me how much the message has supported them. My message at that time was based on me being a single mom, building my business and reaching six figures. I was extremely excited that I had to, I had at that time two small children. I became a corporate mom dropout. I had written my first and self-published my first book, which was doing very well. And now I stepped out and ventured into sharing my message about becoming um, a mom in biz and becoming successful at it. So my message just really honed in to those women that were in the room to say, if you're a mother or a single mom, listen, you can rock out just like how I had to with some sacrifices and some discipline. And that's what the main message was about, sacrifice and discipline and how I was able to reach my six figures as an entrepreneur.
Well, baby, as I go to sit down at the VIP table where myself and the main person is being honored, I sit there. This is 2010, 2009. And I sit there before I can even get my butt, my brown butt in the seat. She gives me all kinds of dis words. If there's a word that has disconnected to it, <laughs> she called me that to my face. Not only that, but during my presentation, it, she was very agitated and I could just tell her facial expression, her mumbling. And so I didn't know if that was a good sign or a bad sign, but I was just now focused on delivering my message. Well, when I sat down, she said, you are not the keynote speaker. I said, I know I, I was here to deliver a message and um, this is what I discussed with the organizer and this is what I shared. And it seems like it went well. The lady received it well. Mind you, I'm sitting at a VIP table with other people who can hear. She says, you were disruptive. You were disorganized. You were dis, you, you name it, dysfunctional. She called me every dis word. Mind you, at this time, early, you know, I don't even think I was, was that even, yeah, I was 30, 30 at the time, just really at the peak of what I felt my business was ready to embrace new, new challenges and obstacles. And just really venturing into the speaking arena. And when I mean to tell you, she gave me every dis word that you can possibly think of. And this, and I highly respected this person. Um, she said, you know, your dress is too fitted. Now, I've always had a pretty nice shape. At that time, it was really nice because I had two kids. I was physically fit. I was doing my thing, right? Um, but it wasn't inappropriate, but she said it was inappropriate. She said my dress was inappropriate. My presentation was dysfunctional. My message was disorganized. My, uh, delivery was, uh, dis, 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 you name the D word, the dis word, it was disconnected. And, and so she gave it to me so hard right before she received her award. Then she got up there and she said, well, since you already heard what I was about to say from our previous speaker, mind you, while she's accepting an award, she wasn't there to speak. She said, and, and mind you, this woman had to be at least twice my age. So if that time I was 30, she had to be about 50, um, 50 something. And, um, Bare, maybe I was 29 and she was 50 something and she um she stands up in front of the room and she says um since you know and they welcome her thank you for thank you telling her thank you for coming and they give her an honor her award everybody's clapping excited but I'm sitting there and my heart is crushed I'm swallowing my tears so I don't start to cry my 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 eyes are welling up with water and my heart is crushed 
I, I, and I, I just was confused at this point. And so she says, well, since you've already heard my presentation, I didn't know this woman. I didn't know what her presentation was going to be. She says, since you already heard my presentation, I'm just going to accept my award and sit down because somebody, you know, was speaking out of term and felt that she was the keynote. There was no keynote. I was a main speaker. But my, the point of this story is that when I left there, I couldn't grab my bag fast enough to get in the car and just cry because I was so hurt because I looked up to this person. You have a look up to someone and then when you meet them, they are not who they are, right? They're not who they are. And at this time, social media wasn't as big as it is now. So when you did your research on people, you really did your research. You Googled them. You seen them on TV. You, you, you know, so I knew, I understood where she came from. I followed her on LinkedIn. I was connected and just, I respected her. But when I met her face to face and for me to be someone in my early stages and delivering a message and to be called everything, but good job. That's great. Here's some pointers but to call me everything in the dictionary with the dis word was probably one of the worst experiences I, I've had as a speaker. And I got, I got to the car and I just kept saying to myself, what happened? And I went home and at that time, you know, you know, I told my, my now husband, I told him, I said, you know, this speaking thing is probably not for me. You know, me going out there, giving messages, sharing stories, and maybe this is not for me. I'm going to stick to being behind the scenes with my other speakers. Now, I was writing keynote presentations for top-notch speakers who were already out, top-notch coaches who were already making six, seven figures. So I was writing presentations, keynote presentations, drafting up, slides everything for other speakers authors and coaches as a marketing consultant that was the, the the services that i provided but baby when i met this woman and to notice she was and i believe it was an all girl uh, all girls college she was the president or the head honcho at this all girls college to come down so hard on an up-and-coming young woman such as myself was disheartening and I really wanted to throw in the towel at that point I said this is this is not for me really this is not for me because I'm one I'm not going to deal with I didn't want to deal with the cattiness and and it and it hurt to understand that this is at this level you know even in 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 business like this is at this level when you come to share a message to help people who are in the room you mean to tell me that I maybe knocked down for it for helping someone out and I just couldn't understand why the high school behavior and I didn't want to call it competition I didn't want to call it jealousy or hate I just didn't understand what was going on here but after sitting back and you know my now husband which was my you know my my boyfriend at the time my man at the time he said you can't he said you can't just sit there and, and not go and share a message because someone is not confident in who they are. 
And I said, yeah, but I really respect this woman. And let me tell you, words are powerful. You can build or you can break someone with your words. And as confident as I was, I even sat back for a moment to let and and to let some of those words seep in to say maybe i was disorganized maybe i was disruptive maybe i was dysfunctional in my delivery just maybe and i allowed her insecurities and opinions of me seep in we we have to be honest with ourselves and so when i it took a minute for me to remove that to feel comfortable again but the next couple of presentations that i delivered after that i still held on to some lack of confidence it was i allowed her views to strip me down i allowed her views to take and clip my tongue it was like she went in there and clip and disconnected with all her discords she it was like she went in and disconnected me from my passion or tried to and so words can build and words can break. And I'm telling you, I was a young, confident, still am young, hello, young, confident, up and coming, you know, uh, entrepreneur in this arena and, uh, you know, just venturing into uh, delivering and sharing my message and was just so inspired to give it. But baby, when, you know, when you see a room full of women crying because they felt free, and released to do what they are called to do, even as a single mom they, at, that, at that time, that many of them were. Or they put their passions to the side because they allowed their spouse to pursue theirs. Women felt free in that room. So out of the hundreds of, hundreds of women that was in the room, the one main comment, because I decided to put someone on a pedestal. Let me tell you something. Greatness has no age or class so although i was young see certain people will see the greatness in who you can become and that will scare the living hell out of them so when they when what i when i sat back and after i got myself together and keep, keep in mind i said the next couple of presentations i was off some one time i got up there and i and i it's like i couldn't even speak i didn't i, I didn't know what to say because it was like, is there another one of her in this room, right? And so I didn't look at all of the greatness of how the message helped to free some people in that room or help them to dream again and believe again. I sat back and took someone's insecurities because her main focus was if I allow her to know how great she is because I don't really know how great I am, right? Who she's becoming is a threat and that's what's hard that's what's even more hurtful than anything so there's some people who will see who you're becoming and you may not even understand where this is coming from but take that as a sign red flag they're waving the flag and that's a sign that you go even harder because that means that they see who you're becoming and and that is something you can't you can't control that who God has called you to be, you cannot control how great and how he's going to use you. Now, if someone is not allowing themselves to be used to the capacity that they need to be used, then that's on them. But your job is to not allow anyone's opinions, thoughts, 
their words. Learn to bounce those things off. And so I learned to detach myself from people's opinions, from people's thoughts, from people's words, from people's visions of me, good, bad, or indifferent. Oh, Lucinda, you could be the next. That's great. See, now I learned to operate and when I hear it and know it, to know what's true within myself. And so when we understand the truth that we hold within, because I, I had the confidence, but I was waiting for validation. Let's be real. I was waiting for her validation to say, Lucinda, you killed it. You knocked that out the park. I want you to come speak at my college. You are an amazing presenter, an amazing speaker. I loved everything. Your delivery was on point. But baby, let me tell you, that didn't happen. God had it a whole nother way. And so we can't be quick to say, ooh, the enemy, this and that. No, God had it another way. Because if I didn't get crushed in that moment, I wouldn't be going as hard as I am eight years later. You see what I'm saying? eight years later. So I focused on perfecting my craft. Even if nothing was wrong with my craft, I was perfecting it. And in the process of perfecting it, I was exercising my gifts, exercising my talents, exercising my skills. Cause I said, I will never be placed in a position to seek validation from another person ever again, male, woman, leader. I don't care. I will never put myself in a position when I am called to do an assignment to seek validation from someone else that won't happen not again not again because it had me this close to throwing in the towel and shutting up now let's go back into let's let's fast forward i go to an amazing event recently i speak at an award show and one of the major funders i'm talking million billion dollar men in the room he walks up to me as I'm getting off the stage and he said, that has to be, I mean, he's, he's got to be like 80 something years old. Big, he just smelled like money. Who you want to know what the Federal Reserve smelled like? It was him. He said, you know what? And I wasn't seeking validation in that room. I went up there and I said, you know, what? I'm going to deliver. Uh, I was gifted with the opportunity to come share at this event. Um, and I'm going to share and encourage these people and the people in the room. 98% of them didn't look like me, didn't come from my background. Um, they were males, women, um, much older, right? Money was in that room. So I get off the stage, I, I deliver my, they say you have a keynote presentation, your keynote is eight minutes. I said, okay, this is good. Because <laughs> usually eight minutes, you just getting, you just warming up. You like, you now you just in it. So I'm like, I'm the keynote, but I have eight minutes. Okay, how are we going to make this work? Well, I get up there with my eight minutes, and I rock that eight minutes out. I think some of y'all seen it on Facebook Live. I, I felt I rocked my eight minutes. You got to be confident in your stuff, right? I, by the God's grace, right? Because before I step on the stage, I say, God, all of you, none of me, right? All of you, none of me. Last time I tried to do all of me, we seen what happened. So... Um, I get off the stage, this man walks up to me, big funder. We ain't talking about sponsor, we're talking about fund that. Like, okay, where's the check, right? I think you get the point. Said, so that has to be the best presentation 
that I've heard in all my time. That was the first time that this organization has received a standing ovation. None of the keynotes before you in the five years has received a standing ovation. He said, look around. They were still clapping, standing up, clapping. I just took a deep breath and I said, well, I thank God that I'm able to be used to be able to share today. This is amazing. He said, whatever you need, and I mean, whatever you need, your ideas, your visions, whatever you need, I want you to call me. I'm giving you my personal cell phone. He said, well, you need to package that up. He said, this, it needs to be in every school, every organization, everywhere. I said, well, I thank you and I'm grateful. And I sat down, humbly took that phone number and put it in my pocket. And I sat and I said, and I remembered the time when I was called dysfunctional, disorganized, dis, you name it. And I said, I guess it worked for my favor because guess what? I'm here. And, you know, you, I want you to look at those times where those words, someone's words almost broke you, snapped you in half. And I want you to look at how you were able to overcome and push past those words, not to prove them wrong, because this is not about proving anybody wrong. This is just about showing up for who you are. Yep. Showing up for who you are. And if I see this woman one day, I'll gladly tell her and smile to say, you almost broke me. But I'm glad that I used it as a building block to be where I'm at today. So... Uh, word on the street is she's still she's extremely mean and still miserable um, and just throwing a lot of hate on her to her people but I'm in a good space and we cannot focus on people who don't have it together or people who are going through their own things God bless her may God help her where she's at and warm her heart but this young girl decided to push forward and become this woman who now gets paid to show up and share her message. So I hope this has supported you. And so that is part of my thanks. My thanks for Thanksgiving is that the words that almost, there was the words, what was meant to destroy me, right? Hmm. Y'all know the word. <laughs> the words that was meant to break me, built me up. Without me even realizing it. Yeah. That's that's how it went. That's that's how it went. So stay focused. I will be back tomorrow with some more love. I just like to share these stories sometimes with you. Some real true stories um, behind the scenes. Because sometimes we get the, the fluff. You know, everybody's quick to tell you about how oh they have arrived. Let me tell you something. These lessons, like I told you, this was 2009. That's not that far ago. It wasn't that far ago, but um, that was the start of my journey. But in the hopes that when you see the next woman and she's a badass, you let her know she's a badass and you let her know that you respect her. Even in your climb, even in your journey, even in, even in the background of your struggle, 
you still say, you know what? You got it. I see you. 